Greetings. Greetings to, you know what? Greetings to the aquatic people of the world. Uh, not of the world, but of the universe. If, uh, if you're a living being and you have consciousness and you're able to consume what I'm saying and you're listening to this in your form and, and you'll die because you can't live out of water, if that's, uh, if that's ever happened, if we've discovered people as such or if we've evolved in such a way, greetings. Howdy. Today is April 3rd, 2023, 6.30 a.m., and I wanted just to, to get on record that I fucking love the water, but more specifically, I love to swim. I'm going to do that today, and uh, I've always been a lover of swimming. I was terrified of it as a child. I remember we used to go to my cousin's house. They used to throw parties all the time. And I used to be the fucking dweeb with not only a life vest on, but floaties. I was doubled up. I was buoyant as shit. I promise you, if <laughs> if it weren't for my weight, I would have been floating because of how much floaties and buoyancy I had. So that was my initial, I couldn't swim, couldn't swim for a while. I think I learned how to swim at maybe ages seven and eight, and it was like crappy swimming, straight survival swimming. And then you go through like this, this little journey of like, oh, you're holding your nose, and then you eventually stop holding your nose, things like that. And, and the journey has been great. And I always feel myself attracted to the water. Recently, it's been getting hot here in El Paso, Texas, and I've been wearing tank tops, you know, sunglasses are out, I feel good, amazing music flowing, and I just want to swim. I want to swim like somewhat of a pool party, and I'm always attracted to the water it feels. I was... I, I went on a trip with my friend Caesar and my friend Daniel. We went to the, it was like right before COVID, like right before COVID. I think during the trip, we couldn't find a place to stay because that's like the next day they implemented like you can't stay at hotels anymore laws. So it was right before COVID. We went on this impromptu trip because people were losing their jobs. School was shut down. The world was going to shit. So we decided to go to the highest point in continental America, which was Leadville, Colorado. We made our way over there, and for some reason, I, was, I brought it up. I was just like, we should find some water to get into. And they're like, you're fucking wild. You're crazy. It was like April. It was about this time of year, April, May. And uh, I was just like, what? You guys aren't like always sort of subconsciously like looking for water they're like no that's weird swimming is just no and i was the odd man out right there and i was like wow boring first of all and why not and uh yeah i just i love it i love the water 
and I love swimming. So to continue the journey of Alex is swimming. I went through life just swimming pretty shitty from seven to like maybe the ages of 21. Then that's then I decided I was going to start training for special forces for the Navy and uh, they're a very aquatic based force. Uh, the special forces, like, the idea is that the army is, like, really good on land, the marine is, like, um, you know, sort of a master of none, they gotta, they gotta know how to swim real well, but they also have to be, like, super effective on land, I'm not saying the navy can't be effective on land, but its bread and butter is in the ocean, it's in the water, and so I had to learn how to swim, and I didn't know that I didn't know how to swim effectively. I was doing like some doggy paddle bullshit. Super exhausting on the body. And um and that's when I had when when I had to learn. So I, I was in living in Austin, Texas, and this brings me back to a schedule, a wild schedule of mine. Uh training to get a contract a special forces contract because they don't give out those contracts. The Navy they give out contracts, right? They're like you sign this and you're gonna become this in the Navy. It's like alright, cool. Typical. Almost every job in the Navy is like that. At least for enlisted. But for special forces it's just like, alright, sign this, you get this job in the Navy, so to speak, quote unquote, it's sort of like a placeholder and then you could go for the special forces contract and you have to pass a test to obtain it and then you sign that contract and then you go into the navy with the special forces contract and you're all special and shit <laughs> so i had to train to pass this test and i remember the first day in the pool it was a 50 meter pool by like i couldn't even finish 25 i couldn't even finish half of it and i was gassed and i had to do 10 of those laps and i couldn't even do one fourth of one lap I was like, dear God, what the fuck? I was just, I come to find out I was learning or swimming very ineffectively. I was swimming against the water instead of with it. You have to be basically laying down on your stomach to to not exhaust yourself. Uh, I learned about drag. I learned all this stuff about swimming, and it was fucking awesome. And I am so glad. And it is a lifelong thing that I've carried with me thus far. I remember I did drop out of special forces and then I found myself in in Great Lakes, Illinois, right next to Chicago. <clears throat> and I was fat. I got fat after boot camp. And it was cold as balls outside. And I dread the treadmill, but I was like, I could get some cardio in. Thank God there was a pool there. Had my goggles. And that's really all you need, some trunks and some goggles. Very low barrier to entry. So I started hitting the, the lap pool. Easy day. Got the shredded the fat within a couple months. And then... So I learned in San Antonio. And then I applied in Chicago. Find myself in Guam. Uh, I was basically 50% on land, 50% in the water. Scuba diving, free diving, and knowing how to swim... Uh, yesterday I talked about almost dying and the skill of knowing how to swim was a great part in saving my own life.
Uh, I don't know if I was not as strong of a swimmer as I am now, uh, that I'd be alive today. And then uh, in Guam, and I still found myself in the lap pool too. The ocean was there, but you know, sometimes you just need some calm water. And then I go to San Diego. And in San Diego, I think I experienced my first form of anxiety. I think I experienced my first anxiety attack. I don't know why. Well, now I know why. The anxiety stemmed from um, my idea that I wasn't fitting into a society-based path. I was like, shit, I'm going back to college. I'm late. I'm going to get a job super late. I'm not going to have a house on time. I don't have a girlfriend. All this stuff that now... Now that I sorted through it in my mind, that was the, the source of my anxiety. That I was trying to fit into something I actually don't even want to fit into. Anyways, uh, to combat this, I started swimming. I was swimming in the ocean a lot, but I had to go through great lengths just because I didn't have transportation. I had to use public transportation, and it was decently difficult to get to the beach with public transportation in San Diego, at least from the Navy base. And then, well, well, the pool there was a hop and skip away. So I frequented the pool there uh, very often, and it helped. It helped battle my anxiety. It was just always such a calming thing. And swimming has been a part of my life ever since, and I don't think it ever will not be a part of my life. And I think... I will always have to live near water. I am leaving El Paso in May, and I will find myself on a coastal village in southern Italy. And then, yeah. And when I come back, maybe I might move back to Austin. I don't know. Life, Life gets exciting once I come back from Europe, simply because it's not methodically planned out. It's very up to me. Uh... But I might move to Austin, and Austin has water. Even though it's not coastal, Austin has a great amount of water to swim in all the time for free. It's very important to me. Uh, I had I I went through extensive. Me and my friend McKinney went through extensive conversations because he he believed in the stigma. He was an African American, and still is an African American. <laughs> But we're, he was just asking about like swimming, and I was just like, I think everybody should learn how to swim. Um, the stigma that African Americans can't swim, or just black people in general can't swim, is some bullshit. Uh, and he he tried giving it a shot, and he started getting decent at swimming. Still needed some floaties and stuff. Like this dude could not swim, but he did find the importance through our conversations. I was just like, you you don't know how to. Tri- traverse 70% of the world you live on 70% of the world is this water if you don't know how to swim you don't know how to fucking walk in my opinion it's crazy and I love swimming it's great cardio it's good exercise I am so glad I have acquired the skill I'm not saying I'm an Olympic swimmer either but just paying attention to it slightly has changed my life for the better um Start slow. If you want to get started, grab some trunks, grab some goggles. Sight underwater helps a lot <clears throat> while learning how to swim. 
it sort of takes away a piece of distortion that you seem to get because breathing is difficult learning how to breathe you have to to effectively swim you have to breathe out underwater and then and then you turn your head slightly and then you breathe in uh small like just you have to really grab the air really grab it and uh people freak out because they don't know the rhythm and then they'll take in some water and shit the bed so having some sight and not like blurry vision through it all will assist in keeping the panic low when first beginning uh, yeah <clears throat> that's my value for the day and my experience with swimming and my love for it I could do a whole nother podcast about love for the water which I will but not on this one because we got the gym baby it's going to be a beautiful day and I hope the same goes for you dear listener let's get a song recommendation in which I always say I was going to do but I forget all the fucking time so it's a Sunday song but it's going to be recommended to to whoever's listening to this on a Monday. It's called Sunday Candy. And I swear to God, I think, oh, wow. I think the artist, uh, yeah, the artist changed his name. Sunday Candy, what I remember it by was Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment featuring Chance the Rapper. But it seems as though that the the artist changed his name to Nico Seagull. So, Sunday Candy. It's a banger. I like it. Listen to it on a Sunday. Listen to it whenever. <laughs> Have an amazing day. Have an amazing existence. We'll talk tomorrow. Later. Learn how to swim. It's fun.